Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 354. I'm Sean, broadcasting from my phone yet again. Joined with me in studio, we have Off-Road Andy. Hello. And Tony Katz. Hello. <clears throat> Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and check out our sports podcast right after this. Yeah, I uh, I have a wonky schedule um, today and tomorrow. It's it's Christmas time. I, I just got off a plane uh, a day and a half ago. My folks are still in town, so going to join them for dinner right after this. And uh, tomorrow I have a work event. So, uh, yeah, it's, I'm on my phone, my mobile. And, uh, yeah, I just got back from Ireland, and I uh, I almost stayed. I It's marvelous over there. My skin just understands it's it's very good humidity with very good chill and it rains and the sun isn't a dick uh the people are friendly everyone has a good uh you know sense of humor and i understand them my parents could understand you know every fifth word out of the irish people but i knew what they're saying and i just think maybe it's halfway that they're you know hard you know older people so just hearing in general is like "Uh uh-huh yeah but when you add an accent maybe it just makes it all that much more of a frenzy for them but a marvelous time. Um, yeah, I saw some of your pictures. You guys look bundled up. Yeah, it it was very cold at the start. And then, I mean, towards the time we were leaving, it was 50 degrees during the day, but also pretty windy. So it, it made it nippy. Mm, yeah. Um, mm, that wind chill will get you. Yeah. But yeah, when we got there, it was, I think, 34 degrees or something and a little bit of a wind. It didn't rain a whole lot. And actually... Only at the times where you would like it to be raining, um, like the second we would get onto the tour bus, it started dumping. But the second, you know, you step off the bus to go to a castle or whatever you're going to do, it's it's kind of sunny. So super cool. Um, learned a ton about Irish people in Ireland, for that matter. No one there has heard of my family. So I'm almost wondering if it was a tall tale. But my grandfather and grandmother visited our family there in the nineties. So it did exist at some point. I don't understand. Um, went even to Cork or as the bus driver would call it, or the Irish people call it Koch. Um, no one there knew us. No one had heard of our name. So, but uh, yeah, I went to the cliffs of Moore, which is a, a few hundred foot drop off into the ocean there, the Atlantic. And uh, spectacular views, amazing. Went to St. Patrick's Cathedral and saw an orchestra play a lot of Christmas movies songs like uh, Elf and uh, Home Alone and uh, you know you name it on the Christmas tunes. That was superb, just wonderful. Went to Blarney Castle, kissed the stone. Fun fact about that stone, it used to be a, a part of a toilet, I guess, um, talking hundreds of years ago. And uh, so I have the gift of gab for seven years. I don't. I don't have to return uh, to kiss the stone for another seven years. So that's a pretty good deal. I, I uh, I'm more eloquent if you couldn't already hear it in my my voice. Um, that place is unbelievable. It's I guess in the summertime or the peak seasons, the queue could be as long as four hours to get to the top of that castle to kiss the stone because that's a big deal uh, around the world. I think that's one of the more notable things you're supposed to do when in ireland you know i walked right on walked you know it was an empty day at disneyland uh over there it was spectacular no one's there in december um so i had the castle to myself and um 
the food over there. I, I've said this before, I'm sure, but food in Ireland and Europe, for that matter, everything here is preservatives and additives and let's chub you up and slow you down and try this new sugar we made. They don't have that over there. Half of the ingredients that is in your, you know, sunny delight here is illegal over there. So wonderful bread, wonderful butter, famine, like you couldn't believe. Andy, I had, we'll call this uh, like a seafood clam chowder topped with not bread, but mashed potato, a hard shell mashed potato yeah. on top of the soup. And, oh, it was divine. Um uh, also, they had Guinness. To out new ways to do potato, you know. <laughs> yeah, and they did. Uh, Guinness, the the factory, the tour, awesome, super cool, um, great like atmosphere, and just really fun, um, really neat on the seventh floor. You have views of the whole city, and um, really cool uh, to to do be able to do that. Went to Kilmanham Jail. That was pretty messy. Uh, you know, it's like Alcatraz, but you know, add a hundred years. I don't know when alcohol, yeah, actually Alcatraz went to like 1960, didn't it? So I guess this one actually closed like 20 years before them or something. Uh, but nuts, they locked up a five-year-old for, I think, trying to steal bread or something like that during the uh, famine in the 1850s. Uh, they definitely have a dark past. You know, uh, they still have some beef with Britain, like most of the world, I think, does, because uh, they ruled Ireland for 800 years. Uh, everyone there hates Oliver Cromwell. When you go to England, it's like, oh, Oliver's the greatest man who's ever been in our uh, history. He wasn't a king. Different story in Ireland. That was neat to see, um, you know, the, the juxtaposition between the two uh, little islands there. Um, and then, yeah, uh, the other thing, Shane McGowan, I heard you guys talking about it on the pod. I am a huge fan, and I do play it. And I've actually played the song to my dog uh, earlier today on the piano. Uh, it, you can only play it. You, you feel weird singing a Christmas song in July. I mean, most will. I don't care. I'll play that thing in August. Uh, but yeah, that's one of the better songs I can perform, if you will, vocally and on the piano. Uh, a lot of fun. And I was expecting, I was in Europe right after Michael Jackson died. And it was almost as if the whole continent was like, guys, we're going to take this month off. We already do that you know, in August anyways, but this is July, this is June and our icon died. So let's settle down. Every storefront had his photo. They're playing his music. So I was kind of thinking the whole thing would be, you know, like when Kobe died here for Shane McGowan. No, I didn't see any graffiti art or anything like that in the streets. There was every pub was playing Fairytale of New York, but I think that would have happened anyways. Um, but I did have a fun story. So our bus driver that took us to Blarney Castle and coughed, he was their driver for them in the, I think, mid-80s when they're emerging on their tours. So they got a, a 40, I think he said 48-day tour through um, the UK. And uh, they already kind of had, you know, a little bit of a shadow following them of people not wanting them to stay at their hotels because they would, you know, jack them all up. And uh, one of the stories he shared was it was like their four, fourth day into the tour. Walks into this room. It's after a show. Shane McGowan has a mountain of cocaine in front of him with a bunch of beers all around and, and this and that. And uh, they just went number one in Europe for their first time. I've never he walks over. Either. Oh, Tony. Pretty good. Classic Tony. 
he walks over and he wipes the, the mountain of cocaine and beers off the counter and just says, hey, guys, the bus leave, leaves at 8 a.m. tomorrow for uh, the next uh, stop. You're on it or you're off. Get breakfast if you like, but be on that bus. And he said no one spoke to him for a few days after that, and he thought he was going to get canned. And a, a little while later, Shane McGowan thanked him and said this was the first tour we finished. Um, we usually go pretty hard on you know these tours and we have to cancel. I mean, they've probably only done a couple at that point, but uh, pretty interesting little tidbit. You know, you weren't expecting that from your bus driver, but like, there's about six or seven million people on that island, including uh, Northern Ireland, those UK folk up there. So it's pretty tiny. Uh, also learned they didn't have real freeways until uh, the about the time they joined the EU in the uh, 90s, early 90s. So he was saying, you know, to, to do these day trips to Cliffs of Moher, which is a couple hundred miles at most from Dublin or go south to Cork, that would take days before. And now you can do it in a couple hours. So uh, the place has come a long way. It is a lot of fun. People are super friendly there and just, you know, nothing put you know keeps them down. They they're used to being put down and they get right back up like that song. So I'll definitely Not go back. Song, though. Sorry. Well, maybe, uh, I think 150 million people around the world claim Irish ancestry. So they might, I think just 150 million in America. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I got an Irish cap and there's a reason they wear them there. It keeps your head super warm and dry. Uh, I didn't wear it to the, the Christmas orchestra and walking home at 1030 or whatever time it was at night, it was, you know, 45 degrees up. My head was cold. So I knew they, they, you know, it's not just a fashion statement in the twenties. You, you didn't have the luxury of that. You wore stuff because you had to basically. So I liked it. Got a, a couple of coffee mugs. I got a, an espresso mug from the Guinness store. So pretty awesome. And uh, I might have to bring a chocolate over to you guys uh, next Tuesday when we're we record our best of podcast, so stay tuned for that, guys. Uh, the best of, not the chocolate. That's just for Andy, Tony, and I. Uh, mm-hmm. But I'll be looking yeah, to it. ton of fun. Uh, pretty tired. Really didn't sleep on the plane going over there, and then was basically traveling for I think eighteen hours or something like that. Um, we landed. I think it was three a.m. Dublin time over here, and uh, we were on the. Uh, car but we got in the car to get to the airport at 8 20 the morning prior so it was a long couple of days i slept 10 hours last night um and yeah uh, really enjoyed it uh, so that is pretty much it i don't want to go too long on that but if you guys do have any questions now is the time otherwise we'll talk about tony's trip to the boat parade yeah um <clears throat> yeah did the did the boat parade uh, we did it a few years ago. Uh, there's always one video that we all love of Andy waving oh, at yeah. kids while, uh, you know, take care of some business. But uh, yeah. that's, he was uh, going number one in one. the America. <laughs> yeah, his first time also, I think he said. But I remember that year because there was that is what starts to suck is uh, there is the panic of when you have to pee. There's nowhere really to go. And I remember uh, one of the guys on the a uh, couple of the guys on the car with me i remember we jumped out and we had to like sprint to like thankfully found like some bushes and of course i remember as we all got out from under those uh, out from out of those bushes like this again was like what 2017 2018 or i think 2018 and i remember just of course it was like a, a 
boat of children that were like, oh, they were peeing there. And I'm just like, oh, my God, this is the worst. <laughs> yeah, just picturing the, the Seinfeld episode where the cop yeah. is right behind him. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so we got out. of. I mean, uh, so this year wasn't as bad. I mean, uh, no having to pee. Definitely a little different, though, now because uh, first off, we didn't actually have like a real boat. So Luke used a very small boat i'll uh, i'll be able to show andy the video like so he has rest. an idea <laughs> actually, i'll show andy that right now i saw so it i drove can... i drove past that house to go get in and out during the day and i saw that little fishing boat okay so i'll show andy right now so that way on air he can have an idea of the boat we used uh so i'm showing him right That's now and <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that was how can you describe How does that, that count? Did they, why do they allow that? I don't know. We, we decorated well. There's lights City, everywhere. City There's, Hall should have been pissed. Oh. There's lights everywhere. We put little inflatables in it. So we, we got away with it. But uh, I was going to say the other thing that made it different was Did that, you have anyone sitting in that back? No. <laughs> we were all in the dump truck. And so we had a lot of children with us this year. So there was probably infants and children. So there was probably, let me see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven kids. And then about... 12 adults, I'd say maybe. Let's see. There was two, four, six, eight. Ten. Yeah, roughly. Actually, it was an odd number because I was the only, it was all, it was like five couples and then me. So I guess it was like 11 adults and then, but yeah, that was a, that was a good time though. I had fun. Uh, it's not as uh, kind of hectic as it used to be because I'm sure you guys remember it used to stop in the shopping center and everybody would be at the post, right, but yeah. uh, it doesn't stop in the shopping center anymore. I think I mm. have a feeling it was maybe for that reason or something. Maybe it was just Out, too much chaos in there. Maybe like insurance purposes that uh, they don't want anyone running into yeah. the storefronts. Yeah. It actually <laughs> happened again a couple days yeah. ago. Some lady thought she was in reverse and went straight through the Pilates. It's amazing Whoa. how much that happens over there. And that's not the first time that's happened with like an older lady or guy. I, I've heard that before. Yeah. I mean, it keeps happening. I keep that. Uh, the guy from uh, you know Ferris Bueller in Succession did that in L.A. <laughs> so, yeah, that's true. It's, oh, it's like gas that, pedal got stuck and just like drove into a restaurant. Insurance commercial too, where the kid's like leaving the driveway and he's looking back and then he just goes forward. But uh, so anyway, yeah, that um, that was fun. But so I actually did go to the post afterwards, hang out with a uh, Tommy for a little bit, and um, yeah, it was it was I was surprised how dead it was. I wanted to watch the rest of the Cowboys and the Eagles game. And it was uh, surprisingly really, really, really dead. I mean, at the time I got there, which was probably around 7.30, 7.45. So, I mean, I'm sure I'm not sure how it was at like, you know, five or six o'clock, like when it was getting going. Because I guess, I don't know, though. I think just because it doesn't stop there anymore, it's not as as wild. But I still think the most fun time, because this is, I think, my third time now being in the parade because we did it last year. I still think that time when it was all of us, like in 2017 or 18, was definitely my favorite time. That was That was a good time that year. But... Yeah, I remember uh, doing the decorations on it. Yeah, like yeah, Saturday was, uh, before or whatever. One thing I will say I was happy about is I did not get stuck helping uh, Luke this year. Last year I do remember helping him. I remember having the glue gun and doing that. But uh, thankfully this year Luke's dad actually helped him out. So uh, I was happy that I you know I told him hey call me up and thankfully no call. I remember one of my friends texted me on Saturday and was like are you going to help Luke tomorrow? And I was like I don't want to, but I mean if he calls he'll call. But uh, thankfully he did not, and uh, that's when I got that video actually sent to me. And I was like, okay, good. He's seems fine. So he's a, uh, he had a, did a good job though. The inflatables is always fun. We had a Rudolph on top of it. We actually had one of our workers, Sabino drive the truck and he was even all dressed up and like in a suit and everything. So it looked like an official nice. limo driver or something. So it was all cleaned up, had a Santa hat on. It was, it was pretty cool. So uh, yeah, always enjoyable. 
and I always enjoy that uh that boat parade evening. So yeah, it's in the books until uh until next year. But uh, yeah, that's, that's it for my uh, excitement for the my weekend excitement. Didn't do anything uh, no noteworthy other than that. Right on. Uh, very much good. Um, yeah, let's talk about the Golden Globes. Those are Ooh. a thing. Yeah, let me pull that up. I had it open. But, uh, I mean, I'm not going to go through all of it. I just wanted to, you know, highlight the, uh, let's see. That's usually in January, right? Yeah. And they, they were off for a couple years because, like, actually, there were it was a scam. And all I forget, like, what the Golden Globes even is. It was the, like the, the Hollywood foreign, foreign Press, and they were like a horrible organization. And I don't know if they actually even still, if it's still them or not. But they were like off the air; they're banned or something. And then like they didn't have somewhere to air it. I think they came back last year. Um, but yeah, what's notable about them is that they do TV and movies. I like that. Like, and it's like TV; it's like you know, odd little Ooh, thing that's here. That's a but, nice group of guys um, for. Yeah, that's like, yeah, a lot of a lot of comedy there. A lot of uh, a lot of Saturday Night Live in in. Best performance by a male actor. You got uh, Bill Hader, Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Jason Dacus, all SNL people. I mean, Ooh. Steve Martin was never on the show, but he hosted 47 times. But um, yeah. Jason Siegel was never yeah. in it? No, he was a, he was an Apatow guy. And then Jeremy Allen White with a bear. But um, um, I'm going to start with the, the movies here. It seems like they put this here at the bottom here. Ooh. So, yeah, the other thing that's notable about the Golden Globes is they do the musical or comedy and, and drama. Like, they split them up. So, they get, mm. more, you get more people nominated. Where's um, horror? Yeah, no, no horror, and you never, you never seen any horror nominated. But you really they, don't. I mean, you, sh- you really should. Yeah, I don't know when the last one was. Like, I think some like what was the like, last Conjuring? Never nominated for any Oscar. But I'm saying, like, which one do you think was would have like in the recent horror movies? Like, so what some people been? thought like Hereditary could have gotten. Okay, I would agree with that. She did. A, I always forget her name. Why do I always forget her name? Uh, Tony Collette. Tony. I was gonna say I knew she had a boy's name, but I guess yeah. maybe I have a girl's name. Sure. <laughs> sure. Um, but yeah, so that's you got you got best best motion picture musical comedy. So you got. Uh, and that that category, and it's like I there's still some of these movies I haven't seen, but you got Barbie, which is probably going to get an Oscar nomination as well. Uh, same thing with Poor Things, and then American Fiction, a movie that isn't out yet. I want to check that one out. It's uh, Jeffrey Wright, uh, an actor I enjoy. Uh, the Holdovers, which I watched a few weeks ago, said it was excellent. Uh, May December, which is a Netflix movie I haven't watched yet, and then Air. It's like remember Ooh, Air way back like, way back when? Yeah, when did that come out? So, like, like May or something yeah. in April, so that's something that's, that, one. that's not going to get a Oscar nomination, but gets to be in here. Uh, and then for drama, you got Oppenheimer, Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro, which is uh, Bradley Cooper's Netflix movie, not out yet. Uh, Past Lives, which came out in like the summer, I, I like that one. Uh, the Zone of Interest, that's not a movie that's not out yet here. And then Anatomy of a Fall is a French movie that I watched about a month ago, and I said it was really really good. So, um, and then in the actual the actors here, which uh, why does it go straight to supporting? That's really strange. They just skip. Um, but you got some good people here: uh, Bradley Cooper, Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, an Irish guy, or multiple Irish guys here, right? Killian Murphy and uh, Barry Keoghan. Uh, <clears throat> who's the Saltburn? Who's the favorite in this? Um, I don't know. I, Has Maestro even come out yet? No. So I think that's like Christmas Day Netflix release. Um, like Coleman Domingo, that's a name you probably don't know. Uh-huh. He's supposed to be really good in this movie, but that's kind of not like a huge movie. Rustin. Um, and he's, he's got the best voice in the business. If you, you probably don't even know him, but if you heard his voice, you're like, oh, yeah. I, I, and Coleman I Domingo, that is? Yeah. What um, else does he do? Like, where's his voice? Where would I have heard his voice? 
I don't know, commercial. You commercials? Yeah. He was in he was in one of the Walking Dead spin-offs and he's been he's he's not like a star. Like he's one of those things where this is a smaller movie, that's how he's the main character. But he like pops up in things all the time. Uh Candyman. He was in the last Candyman. Oh, okay. He just like Oh yeah. One of those guys that's in things and then it's like but he just got an incredible voice. So Yeah, these I mean all these a lot of like black guys have like strong yeah. voices or whatever. They're usually the ones that have like the deepest mm-hmm. best voices for uh for stuff. Cause you know, yeah, never mind. I was about to start like naming off guys with good voices because I was gonna say, surprisingly, actually, the not surprisingly, but the Lakers head coach, they said it was pretty Darvin Ham, yeah. deeper voice. He's got a nice last name. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, a supporter I, of the Delhi. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking mm, about Ham, Ham Toy Story. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I, I do like Ham actually. Not with green. Actually, I don't know. I don't think I've ever had green eggs with it. Um, and then yeah, best best actress here, Lily Gladstone, of Killers of Flower Moon. Carrie Mulligan for Maestro, uh, Sandra Huller, a German name for Anatomy of a Fall, uh, Annette Benning in Nyad, that's another Netflix movie I haven't seen, uh, Greta Lee in Past Lives, and Kaylee Spaney, I think that's how you pronounce her, from Priscilla. Um, yeah, I watched that a few weeks ago as well. It's a good group of uh, um, female actors coming up too in the next one. But then you've got some musical or comedy. You got uh, Fantasia Barino, that's a name I haven't heard in a long time. I, was, uh, I think she was like. I've, I think the only time I've Dream heard Girls of, or something. One of those. The only time I ever heard of Fantasia was with Mickey Mouse. Yeah, the Disney movie. <laughs> um, but yeah, I got Jennifer Lawrence getting a nomination for No Hard Feelings. So the fact that No Hard Feelings has a nomination in, a, in an award show is kind of neat. Uh, that would probably happen. Um, yeah, uh, Natalie Portman for May December, uh, Margot Robbie for Barbie, and Emma Stone for Poor Things. Is Margot Robbie the favorite here? I don't know. I think I think Emma Stone. I think that movie is supposed to be really good. It kind of <clears> came out in limited release. It's not out for me to see. Oh, yeah. Um, but one of the reasons I'm bringing this up, she got a double nomination. So she got also nominated for The Curse, the, uh, the TV show on Showtime right Emma now. Emma Stone? So, yeah. She so. should have gotten nominated for Easy A. She was. Oh, she was the nominated show, She's that? been nominated for this category like seven times oh. because of the, the adding the comedy ad- aspect of it. Because I mean, oh, because she was like she was nominated. That was for, a funny um, movie. I did enjoy that. Uh, movie. She was nominated for what's the oh. Cruella? And it's like oh, Cruella was actually really good. So she's like always in this category. <laughs> I was I I forgot I watched Corolla. That was I was actually impressed with how well done that movie was. Fun movie. It's always cool to actually see the story because I was actually talking about that with someone uh, the other day. They were like, "Oh, they're making another." I think it was on Saturday. They're like, "Oh, they're making another Willy Wonka." I don't understand. I'm like, "Well, actually, this is about how Wonka started the chocolate factory." And he's like, "Oh, okay, then never mind." He's like, "Actually, I like that concept." And I'm like, "Yeah, see, it's like we all want to know like how did it start." And then I, yeah, I think I skipped the uh, male actor in musical comedy. And what do you know? Yeah, you got Nicolas Cage here, which I like that movie. I, I talked Ooh. about it last week or two weeks ago, Dream Scenario. Uh, and then yeah, Timothy Chalamet as as Kid Wonka, he's in there too. Uh, Matt Damon for Air, Paul Giamatti for The Holdovers, uh, Joaquin Phoenix for Bo is Afraid. So that's one of my favorites. And uh, Jeffrey Wright for American Fiction, which you know, I'll have to see that when that comes out. Some um, good ones. Yeah, but supporting. Supporting is kind of like ridiculous. Here's here's in supporting here, and they don't they don't split that up by drama or, or musical. Uh, Willem Dafoe, Robert De Niro, Robert wow. Downey Jr., Ryan Gosling, Mark Ruffalo, and then Charles Melton. That guy's got to feel. I've never heard of any of these uh, guys. Oh yeah, <laughs> Charles Melton's got to feel bad. But what if he's gonna he's probably gonna end winning, right? <laughs> the the unknown is gonna beat this kind of like. I mean, hmm. it's a pretty good category right there. It is. Um, and then I do have to mention in best song, it looks like there's four 
four from the Barbie movie or three from the Barbie movie. So there you go. Because uh, that movie is full of original songs. But yeah, oh, the, the other the other weird thing for this year, uh, the Golden Globes added a new category. Uh, cinematic and box office achievement. So this is something we've been talking about for years that the Oscars should do, is they should make a category for like big movies that people actually have seen. Um, so the Golden Globes is, is trying it out here, but um, a lot of the movies that are nominated are nominated in other categories here, but yeah. So for this category, you got, you got Barbie, which is already is nominated for Best Comedy, but then here's some new ones here. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, John Wick Chapter 4, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1, uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, the Super Mario Brothers movie, Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour, hmm. uh, and then Oppenheimer. So it's like, those are like the big money makers there. That's kind of cool. John Wick, do you think Keanu Reeves can accept an award at a, at a, at a big show? That'd be pretty neat. Um, but yeah, you think, you know, if Oppenheimer's going to win the main prize, wouldn't it win this one as well? Are people going to split the vote? Uh, I don't know. But yeah, I, like, I don't even know. Does it even say... I'll see the Golden Globes is on Jan- January seventh, which is I think the last, the last day. Oh no, of uh, the NFL season. Okay. Oh, sorry. I was thinking. It's a Sunday night. Uh, yeah. So I don't know if people are going to be watching that because there's usually like a good, uh, um, you know, they do like one really good game at the end of the year for playoff. Well, yeah, because they can they can start to flex. So I'm actually yeah. curious. What well, they don't have one scheduled. They wait until. Oh, they, they don't have one scheduled. Oh, okay. They wait until they find uh, the best one there. Wow, very interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about Grand Theft Auto Six. Yeah, let's oh, do it. So. uh Grand Theft Auto 6 finally got officially announced and revealed with a, a full trailer because uh, there's been like tons of leaks over the past year, two years maybe even. I feel like I know um, the game already. Yeah, and that kind of happened here. The trailer, parts of it got leaked online before and uh, Rockstar just had to kind of put it out and say, oh, okay, we're just putting it putting it out. Um, and uh, if, yeah, you didn't follow the leaks yet, but it is confirmed it is going to be. Uh, in Florida, in Vice City, I guess, but probably more than just Vice City. Like so, uh, that was the game from I think 2003. I was gonna say, when did the uh, last one come out? When did Grand yeah. Theft Auto Five come out? Well, Grand Theft Auto Five came Grizz. out in 20, 2013, the last oh, wow. Grand Theft Auto game. Wow! So it's been ten wow. years, but they made them almost every year back in the day. But yeah, yeah, I remember Vice, all those. Vice City was the uh, Miami set. So when Grand Theft Auto, and then two, and then was three San Andreas or Vice? So they made Grand Theft Auto Three, and then they made two sequels to Grand Theft Auto Three. That weren't numbered. Okay. And then they made four, before, five, six. Remember so it was the, just like an overhead view? Yeah, those are the first original the games. The sequels were Vice City and San Andreas? Yeah. And so those were like You're sequels right, to like three. Grand Theft Auto 3 San and then they made Grand Theft Auto 4 for like PlayStation 3, like in 2008 or something. But yeah, it's been it's been a long time. People um, love these games too. Yeah. I remember I loved no, them as a kid The, the last one is the most successful game of all time. It's just sold a million cop like a billion copies. Um, and... Uh, the online portion of it just keeps making more and more money. It's, people are still playing it, even oh, though uh, those games came out on PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360, and here we are, two full consoles have been released. So is this one's supposed console. to just be really, like, amazing? Like, yeah, I mean, it's, if you watch the trailer, they're saying, like, well, this is real stuff. This is, like, in the game. This is not just, you know, You can cinematic. upload your, your, your person to the game yeah. and then the live in that way. world. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, it is, it is Florida, and they really went hard on the Florida mm-hmm. setting here. 
with uh, how people look and stuff. Recreating a lot of real life Florida news, um, like crazy stories out of Florida. Like I'm sure, as you all know, those are always the funniest stories. Oh, some yeah. crazy shit happened, and it's like, well, I was in Florida. Um, yeah. And at least one of the people depicted in this trailer is now suing. Uh, so one of them was a a guy uh, getting his mugshot taken, and he's got full on face tattoos and like makeup, looks like the Joker. Um, so they recreated for this and had this guy, and that guy's like pissed because they they used his likeness without his permission. Now they actually did a good thing of like they actually didn't use his likeness; they kind of changed some things up, but people could still get the reference to it. Um, but yeah, it is a it is a Dumb. creative yeah it is a creative trailer. Um, looking forward to it, but it one maybe downside is that uh, basically everyone, all the leadership there at Rockstar left over the last few years. Um, they, they, you know, they've been doing it for a long time and you kind of build this big company up. You either retire with all your millions of dollars or you go and like, I want to do, I want to do it all over again. I want to start a smaller company. Um, so yeah, a lot of the, uh, the higher ups there have left, but, um, I mean, with a company like this, you kind of like the knowledge gets passed down and, um, this seems very much in the same style as, as what's come before. So, um, not that worried about it, but. Yeah, it is. It is different people in charge there, but uh, I'm sure it's people that worked on the last game and stuff. So, yeah, I'm sure it'll be huge again, just like all the oh, other yeah. ones. Yeah, I mean, it's. I, I, I wonder what the views are already on just the, the trailer alone. Um, sure. Millions. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but they also did announce it's 2025 is when it's coming out. I don't know. They didn't. They don't ever say a um, month or anything like that that far out. Uh, but I think some people thought, like, oh, no, this will be out next year at some point. But no, it'll be 2025. So You're going to have to wait. PlayStation yep. 6, here you go. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the question. Is <laughs> that None of that stuff, no one knows when that's going to come. But that's you know, sooner rather than later, even though it's like, what, didn't they just come out? But I don't know. After 2027, 2026 maybe is when you see a PlayStation 6. So, uh, But that's what they did the last time. They released GTA 5 came out. Like two months before PlayStation Four, so uh, maybe they'll do that again. Interesting. Yeah, I won't have it because I don't have a game system. So well, maybe by that time no one will have one, and it'll all be streaming because they've, they've play, been pushing that technology yeah, for they're, a while. They're going to Netflix, right? You can play the old ones on Netflix, right? Yeah, I think I saw. I something think about tomorrow. That. I think starting tomorrow. Today, as you're listening, or if this comes out on Tuesday, I don't know because we're a day ahead. Yeah, but there, there are a million different things to to stream games now. I just I don't know how reliable it is, but. Uh, by 2025, 2026, maybe. The future will be here. Elon will do a pivot and be like, no more space. I'm going and I'm doing video games now. Going to the game space. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're going to do a draft of Christmas movies. Yeah. So let's, let's try to explain this here. So huh. uh, please do. We <laughs> wanted to do be a little festive. Christmas is the yeah. second best time of the year behind a spooky season. <laughs> yeah, so we wanted to talk about some Christmas movies, and we were like, oh, let's do like our top fives or top tens or something. I, I kind of realized that we're probably going to have some crossover on these. Yeah. Uh, so rather than like talk about the movies over and over in the same ones, uh, we'll do, a, do a draft. I think five rounds, and so you draft a movie, and it's unavailable. So And then okay. we can kind of like compare what our what our drafts were. So, um, oh, and that way we get 15. <laughs> so I, I put my... my my board, my draft board. Yeah. If you, uh, oh I my god, I see a couple board. on Andy's that I've. You, you could cheat. You could cheat off my draft board, Tony. But yeah, Sean can't. Well, I see. Uh, oh no, wait, no, you do have it. I didn't put every Christmas movie of all time on there, but 
Um, that's my little. Cheat there are sheet. like a couple on there that I. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, actually, yeah, there's probably. I don't know. I got mine's kind of weird. Like I got. Well, don't, good don't ones. really don't reveal. Oh no no no! I'm not. Yeah. Competitive. Um. So, here's my idea for the draft order. Sean, are you fine going second? Sure. And then we'll, it'll be a snake draft, which means third goes okay, fourth. twice. Yeah. Um, let's flip a coin for first. Yeah, you're not going to flip a coin. All right. Yeah. You, I'll, I'll let you decide. You're home. All right, all right. Actually, I guess that means the visitor decides. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how to flip a coin in this small area. Nope, that didn't. I don't want to fly Also, away. who's calling it? Because no one's you are, saying you Okay, are. okay, okay. Tails. Okay. Okay. I'm not going to flip it. Okay, that's fine. Stuck in palm. Hey, okay, right. Andy's first, so I will... Hey, I went last in one of my fantasy football leagues, and I'm leading in points. So, so it's me, and then Sean, and then Tony. So that's you get you get two back to back. Actually, I like what we're doing here. I know what you're, I, Barstool does stuff like this a yeah. lot, where it's like they do like a draft like that, where it'll be, and then you see like who ends up having the best yeah, it's fun. team. So yeah, all right, Andy's gonna go first. So Ooh. this was I'm gonna I'm just gonna go with the one that was obvious to me, and that we would all have on our list because I know we've watched this movie together probably multiple times. But uh, Christmas Vacation, damn it, that is my it's favorite. It's the son of a gun. One that's, yeah, I think makes, it's the best number one overall pick. It's the LeBron James of Christmas, maybe. Uh, well, that leaves uh, Sean with pick number two. I'll take Elf. Elf, all right. All right, I'm going to go, I get the back-to-back here. I'm going to go yeah. oh, boy. Home Alone 2 and Home Alone. I'll just take them both. <laughs> yeah, right? I'm going. I'm going. Locking us out. So what's. So now it's Sean's turn. Now again. you do have a preference, though, right? Yeah, Home Alone too. I'd like more. You like it more because it's more ridiculous. What? I think it's because I love the scene where he electrocutes the skeleton himself. Skeleton thing. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's just such a great scene. So I did. So should I reverse that then? For okay, then yeah. Yeah, it's yeah like, just it's like put the, the two there and yeah. Uh, Mike Trout and. So I did this one year. Andy will appreciate was, this. Remember that Mike? It was Mike Trout and I want to say like Grichik or something like that. They were drafted back to back by the Angels, and the Angels took Mike Trout second. <laughs> oh, so it's kind of funny. I think Grichik went before him. Someone like one of those, well, one of those guys. There was a year when fantasy baseball. You'll enjoy this, Andy. It was like it was the like twenty fifteen or sixteen. Whenever the Blue Jays were good, and I was last pick in that league, and I went back to back with Encarnacion and Bautista because I was like, hey, if they have yeah. the good games, it didn't pan out well. I think I got last, but you know, still. So all right then, Sean. It looks like you're up next. Who's going to join I'll, Elf on your list? I'll take It's a Wonderful Life. Ooh, classic. And is it a wonderful life? Sometimes. Uh, I mean, it was a, I think it was a respectable life for him. He did yeah. some good things. He did some bad things, you know, but I think just life is wonderful is the point of that movie. Exactly. Um, all right. So now it's back to me here. I have uh, to do it. I'd hate this conversation, but I'd have to do it. This was uh, playing in theaters this weekend. Uh, Die Hard. Ooh. I've never seen Die Hard. So I couldn't See, take it even How more. is that possible? You, you've told me you don't really care for action movies that much. And this is kind of the big okay. one here. So you get to go twice then, right? That's correct. Yeah. I forgot. Uh-oh. So I'm doing Die Hard and Gremlins. Ooh, Andy. <laughs> All right, then. So now it's Sean, right? Or to me? No, Sean. Sean. It Sean. is me, and I'll take Jingle All the Way. Ooh, yeah, we knew Sean was waiting for that one. The classic, for a reason. He should he should do another holiday movie. You know they do all these like old people do a Netflix yeah. holiday movie or something. Yeah, bring him back. Like something where he's eating Christmas cookies again, or not eating Christmas cookies. Yeah, that was more likely. Yes. Put the cookie down. 
What um okay, so I'm gonna go number uh wait, doesn't need to go No, he just went. All right, and then you do twice, yeah. I go twice now. I'm gonna go uh Bad Santa, because I do love that movie. And just because this is one of my favorite ones, I just love it so much. Not sure you guys would take it, but I'm still gonna grab it myself the night before. I love it. I've watched it. That'll be on my what I've been watching too. I that movie just yeah. I want to watch me. it again. It's I think I've I only ever seen it, it once. Yeah, I would. So. The Seth Rogen when he's on drugs is just the most incredible part of that entire movie. Who was the Santa oh. at the end again? It was. Like, it's the guy you guys like. I forget his name. The guy that's in uh, the oh, Ice Man. It was Michael Shannon. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I was trying to remember. I remember, I remember it was like the Santa was like a a tough guy or something. Like no, that. he's cool. He's like a super stoner yeah. too. He's the one that gives them all the drugs. <laughs> he's silly. It's funny. But anyway, all right, then it looks like it goes back to Sean now. Take Daddy's Home 2. <laughs> all right. Which, by the way, I don't know if you caught that. I referenced them uh, saying I would play Fairytale of New York in August. I don't even care. He'll, uh, John Cena says that about uh, the do they know it's Christmas time at all. So. Oh, okay, yeah. I didn't. I don't remember that reference. I did see that movie. I think I watched it two Christmases ago. I think on Christmas night even. So. Oh, because um, it was like some shitty like Utah versus Houston game, and I was like, "Get James Harden off my TV! I never want to see this guy play again." And yeah, you'll never uh, see him again on your on your screen. All right, so now it's back to me for so Andy's going to close last, out his team. My last two here. Uh, I believe how that works. Yes, uh, I'm surprised this has lasted this long. I'm taking the Nightmare Before Christmas. I was gonna see if it was. That's what I left. thought Tony was gonna st- uh, was taking, but then I, for- I forgot. Yeah, I probably should have done movie. that instead of the night before, and then snuck the night before in at the end. But you live and learn. And then I'm yeah. gonna wrap up with a uh, Muppet Christmas Carol. Okay, <laughs> I think I think it's the best adaptation of a Christmas Carol classic story. <laughs> But I mean, it's it's Michael Caine as Scrooge that that sells it right away, and then it's like everyone else is a Muppet. You're like, okay, that's brilliant. Well, we're leaving some out because if this is our last round, unfortunately, hey, we can talk, we can talk about uh, what yeah. we left on the board here. But this is our All this right. is our official top fifteen. Tony's take official. So uh, I'll take the Jim Carrey's The Grinch. Okay. Okay. Very good. Mine. I'm done. I'm my me to finish. You, I'm going to just go with a classic then. Uh, Give me uh, the claymation one, the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. We had to have something like that on the list. Yeah, I mean, I think when you don't realize that those are like 26 minutes long. Yeah. (laughs) And it's like, I was thinking about like, does this count as a movie? But it's like, I think they do. They're not, it's not a TV show. Yeah. It's it's like a special. Yeah. It's a short thing. Because I thought of it's always sunny Christmas eligible here, but... uh, I think it's an episode of a TV show yeah, like now. Married Christmas, Charlie Brown. That counts as a film. Yeah, no, that was definitely on the list when I was looking. Um, pretty good, but so I guess everything on my list except two got taken. I had a uh, Christmas with the Cranks. I always yeah, that I one. have that on mine. And then of course I just had to Krampus. I just had to put a horror movie in there. And everything Wouldn't else be got your taken list with that one. What? It wouldn't let's, be your list without one. Exactly. What about let's uh, recap our, our our list here, and then we'll talk about other things that are left off. Because yeah, there's some good ones here. Uh, but Tony had a uh, you know very very comedic here, which I think is in line with what he's going for. Yeah. Uh, both Home Alones, Bad Santa, The Night Before, and Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer from 1960 something. I don't know. Yeah, old. Um, and then I had National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, Die Hard. Gremlins, The Nightmare Before Christmas, and A Muppet Christmas Carol. And I think I had the most diverse list. Oh, absolutely. Looking back, it's like, okay, an action movie, 
a horrorish movie, an animated movie. It's like, okay. Um, and then Sean had Elf, It's a Wonderful Life, Jingle All the Way, Daddy's Home 2, and The Grinch. So, You know what I might do? I might take a, maybe a photo of these afterwards and put them on my Instagram and just see if I can ask the people who they yeah. thought had the best list here. All right. That's a smart idea. Mm-hmm. We could find a way to format that better. Yeah, well, yeah, definitely. <laughs> but uh, we can yeah. even put like the numbers. You could say it was a snake draft and even maybe in parentheses put like, or you just show that people will be able to, people know how to do a snake draft. They can see. Mm-hmm. And they should be listening too. So there should be plenty of contact. Oh, yeah. But yeah, some other things that I had on my board that didn't get drafted. A Christmas story. That's kind of yeah. classic. I yeah. Mean, did TNT TBS just ruin ruined that. Yeah, TBS ruined yeah. that for everyone. Yeah, because it's on for 24 straight hours every Yeah, before there was day. actual like cable. Like all you, you had four choices of TV and it, you know, no on demand everything and internet. So you go to your grandma's house for Christmas, there's no cable or there's Thankfully, no. Thankfully, you know, my grandma's house for Christmas, she wanted to watch the Lakers because she was a big Lakers fan. So that was always nice. Uh, also, yeah, it's like Channel 9. Yeah, Scrooge. I had Scrooge. That was a big, big one. Very Merry Christmas. Santa I Claus. Think- yeah, the Santa, oh, the Santa Claus. I didn't even think about that yeah. one. Wow. All three of those. That would have been in my top 10. Because the other one, yeah, fuck. I'm upset. Like, see, there was, I even saw two on here. Like, it was when Andy had um, the night, before, I mean, uh, Jingle All the Way, and then also had the Harold and Kumar Christmas one. That, yeah. that would have probably been my top 15. I don't know if that would have snuck my top 10, but definitely yeah. top 15 for me. That was like in case of emergency. Or yeah, and which Andy did actually have it as number 15, whether that's well, in I, true order or not. Trying to, I was going to do my list of and try to get a, a board, but then it doesn't matter. This is not ranked. Um, I also said that the holdovers, which no one's seen yet. I've seen it. Yeah. That might be a Christmas classic five years from now, but no one's seen it. And they put it out November 8th or something like idiots when it should be. And it's you know like out of theaters already, and it's like you guys you guys fucked it up. It was like a yeah, full but on Christmas you can movie. watch it. You can watch it on iTunes, I think, by now. I don't know yet, but may- maybe by Christmas you can. But I mean, like the movie features a Christmas tree, it features ice skating, it features a Christmas party, there's Christmas music, and it's like it's a, it's a full on Christmas music movie, and you guys just fucked up. Uh, very very stupid. Whoever the holdovers, you could buy and rent. You could buy it for thirty bucks. I can't. Oh, I don't yeah. think I've seen a movie that high. On ice, 15 go goes straight it. to Giamatti, yeah. Yeah, rent it for 20. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend that. I think it's... 30 bucks? <laughs> well, that was fun, though. We should actually try to start doing more fun stuff like that, because I, I do see stuff that does it where we could just pick a category and do a little draft, like, once in a while, because it is it definitely is fun. Yeah, and it's always good to, you know, there's movies you might forget for your Christmas lineup, so... That's a nice refresher for people right yeah, there. There's 21 a, movies. I'm bummed we didn't have this idea two months ago. That would have been a fun horror one to do. We're only be a longer list, away. I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we'll agree. work on that for 100%. next week. Yeah, I mean, we could still do a horror one, I guess. It doesn't have to be a... Top do all January the, horror movies. Oh, yeah, we can do yeah, comedies, exactly. too. I mean, we can do everything. The New but, Year uh, scaries. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we're going to get into what we've been watching. But before we do, that portion of the pod is brought to you by our good friends at The Clipless Leash. Head over to thecliplessleash.com and pick up the dog leash you didn't know you needed. This leash works for your dog's current collar or harness. And when you plug in promo code, Tony, that is T-O-N-Y. They're going to give you a 65% off at checkout because they're friends of the pod. So head over to thecliplessleash.com and plug in promo code TONY for 65% off at checkout. It is the dog leash you've been waiting for. I have one and a half. I've been traveling, so. 
I have this is what I've watched on a plane. Yeah, I got a solid Andy. little group here. I got four. Then we can let Andy knock out a couple then, and then Sean and I can knock ours out. We yeah. can have Andy finish. Yeah. Let, me, let me start here with uh, Malik Monk, huh? Mr. Monk's last case. This is a... Last case of what? Was it Coors Lights? Or what? Uh, it's about the Detective Monk from, from the early 2000s. He's back for his last case here. Tony uh, Shalhoub? Yeah, Tony Shalhoub. They, they did a... Uh, a 90 minute movie for Peacock. Uh, wow. So, like, you know, a little longer than, than a regular Monk episode, but I guess Monk's been off the air for like 15 years now. So, uh, yeah, that's, they, that's they, they got They got the cast back to do uh, yeah, n- another thing here. So, yeah, it was, it was fun to watch that with uh, with my parents. I remember watching that show back in the day when, you know, I guess I was just a just a kid back then when that show was airing. But oh, you're still just a um, kid. Yeah, no. <laughs> just a boy. Um, but yeah, it's just. It, Tony Schlub is Monk. It's a fun character. He's got OCD and other kinds of uh, problems and just like doing stuff where he's he's pulling people's bags off the, the baggage carousel to, to like put sort them by size. And it's like, what are you doing? Well, you're crazy. And it's like, it's, yeah, that's good. It's good stuff. Good. Uh, good comedy there. That uh, for the whole family, it. I would say. Yeah. Um, yeah, that kind of that kind of show, I feel like, is is gone of like that was such a big thing of like. Guy who can solve crimes or mysteries, but has personality problems. Um, there was like forty-five of those shows in in the two thousands, and you know, not not so much anymore. Um, but yeah, that was one that was one of the first ones, and uh, it was just nice to have something like that on on Peacock there, because um, I think they have all the all, the whole series if you want to check it out. Because um, once you finish the movie, it's like, do you want to watch it? What, do you want to watch episode one of Monk? It's like, no, I think yeah, I'm good, might but, have, uh, might as well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's Mr. Monk's last case that came out this uh, past week. Um, you want me to do one more here? Yeah, knock out a couple. Sure. Uh, so uh, I went to the movie theaters to see a film released in 1989. So um, spoiler there already, yeah. Andy. Now, if you didn't see the the news, uh, I don't know when it was a month ago or something, but uh, James Cameron is ha- re-releasing a bunch of his old movies uh, on 4K for the first time. Um, and some of those movies were not even available on, on Blu-ray and just kind of hard to see in general, uh, including The Abyss, which I had never seen in my life. And, uh, you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I would say I'm a big James Cameron fan. I love the Terminator movies and everything. Never seen The Abyss. Um, one of the problems was, like, there was, like, different versions of it. And, like, he had to release a, a smaller version or shorter version with stuff taken out. And he didn't finish effects. So, um I guess he finally got to finish it. You know, one of the reasons he's they didn't uh, do releases in 4K for a lot of his movies is he basically said, "I want to supervise them. I want to make sure they look right and everything." And I'm got to get this Avatar two out before people even, you know, people who are children and watch Avatar uh, are like, you know, fifty now. So I need to get this Avatar two out. Yeah. And he did get he did get it out, and it was a huge success. And so he had time, uh, I guess, this year to to work on this. So. Um, he even did a uh, did one of those intro videos before the movie, um, and it was a one night only uh, theatrical release. I think the the Blu-ray will come out next year, but like I was, I almost didn't go to this, and I was like, oh, I should do it because I did. I did he come movie. out and you know talk to you guys? Thank you for coming to the theater. <laughs> uh, yeah, through through a pre-taped video, but um, oh. yeah, he didn't. He wasn't actually there in Tustin, California, filming um, live from his submarine. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, this is the movie that kind of sparked his passion of submarines. Uh, it, it is about a, uh, and I was surprised how much like Michael Bay just ripped off 
Armageddon from this movie. Um, about oil drillers and underwater oil drillers who are uh, brought in by the government to you know help with a rescue mission of a of a submarine that went down. Um, and you know the government wants to know was it the Russians and that kind of stuff. Um, and there's you know a SEAL team that that takes charge of the oil drillers and are they you know hiding things. Um, and it's just a very good. Uh, one of those disaster thriller type things. Um, Ed Harris is the, as the, the lead there. Um, Mike, Michael Bean as the uh, the Marine who's kind of losing it. He's he's leading the mission, but you know he's he's got secrets and he's kind of crazy. Um, yeah, and I thought I thought it was incredible. Just like yeah, this guy <laughs> knows what he's doing. He they're not the most complicated plots. He's borrowing from stories that we've seen before. But he's so damn good at making movies and you know making sequences that uh, are tense and thrilling and all that kind of stuff and uh, yeah this was this is an incredible movie I'd never seen it so I'm, I'm very very happy that I, I went and saw this um, and it was so I did read what was different from previous versions and the original theatrical version uh, this was two hours and fifty minutes uh, while the the, the Studio at the time said like no fucking way we're you're gonna we're gonna allow you to make this two hour fifty minute movie, so the, I think the theatrical version was like two hours and twenty minutes, and so he did add back a bunch of stuff that a little weird, uh, some like effects that weren't good enough for the day, and he's like, well now they're finished, but they're still like based on old technology, a little weird looking, but uh, you know he, I think he has the right to do that kind of stuff at this point, and you can forgive him. It's like okay, you want to add thirty minutes back to this movie. You can like you've made you make a billion dollars every time you make a movie. So um, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's that's the abyss. The the 4K Blu-ray will be out next year. They'll probably at that point get onto services in this new uh, format, um, and people will actually be able to check this movie out. Just kind of been unavailable for a while. Yeah, pretty good. Um, I can go. Uh, I'll be pretty quick. I watched a bunch of movies on the planes, but only two worth. One and a half worth really mentioning. Um, on the way home, I started Gran Turismo, and I did not complete it. Um, kind of like a movie where like you're 15 and you get dropped off at the theater because what else are you going to do on a Friday? Uh, and you watch that. I've never played the game, and I don't know. It just it's one of those things. It's made for kids, you know. It's He's a 16-year-old or however old the kid is that's the main, you know, the little driver kid. And so I just, uh, it didn't do it for me. It's too much about, you know, children and, and this and that. And it wasn't, you know, like a racing movie, if that makes sense. I don't think it does. But um, So I didn't finish that, but I did finish Equalizer 3 on the way out. That was the first film I played. And uh, wonderful. Just a ton of fun. I think Denzel Washington is a, a treasure of ours. Um, magnificent. Right off the bat with the way it starts out, uh, he tells the guy he's standing a little too close to him. So uh, you can surrender now or suffer the consequences. And I think we all know how that goes. It's just a ton, ton of fun. Uh, loads of violence and in Italy. So it's a good time. Check out Equalizer 3. Very good. I'll go. I'll be quick. I watched uh, <clears throat> the night before, um, and I I love it. It's just it's really is one of my favorite comedies. Probably my favorite Christmas comedy at this point. Like I think I've seen it three or four times now, and it's just or it's up there my favorite Christmas comedy actually because I've 
Christmas Vacation, Bad Santa is still very high up there also. But uh, I just love it. And the best part of that whole movie is it's just the whole sequence of when Seth Rogen has taken too much drugs and is just Seth Rogen on drugs. And it's the best thing. And it's there's a scene that. I remember that. It goes like that. It goes to church, right? Yeah. There's the scene that lives rent free in my head. And it's, it, I mean, got, you know, got reminded of it. Actually, got reminded of a little bit more of it. But it's the scene with the baby is my favorite, I think, because it's like he's just the baby's just staring at him. And it's like got this demonic look to it. And he starts hissing at the baby. And like his, his wife plays that role so well, too. Like she's that who's that blonde comedian chick? She's like she was in workaholics. Yeah, yeah. She's also in a, one of the she's you kind of hate her character in a was it 22 Jump Street? Yeah, yeah. And so, but she's so perfect in this, like her reactions and everything. And she's funny. And she was, she's just like nudges him, like, don't hiss at the baby. <laughs> it's like, and you just think about that situation. But, you know, before like she finds him, he's just sitting in the nativity scene because he thinks they're talking to him. And he's like, hey, how are you doing? He's like, hey, my name's Spencer. How are you doing? And it's like, that's the the, the guy talking to him. And it's like, like the, the statue or whatever. And, the wise man? Yeah, the one of the wise men. And, then he's like, oh, you got dogs, and there's sheep that he's petting or whatever. So great scene, great movie. Uh, hilarious. Highly recommend for anybody listening that wants to find maybe a comedy movie they haven't seen uh, yet. So, yeah, go check that out. All right, so Andy, you want to close this out? Yeah, down to me. Two more. Um, yeah, two two more movies I saw uh, at the theater this weekend. Uh, Godzilla Minus One. Uh, that Whoa. is the title. Maybe a little confusing. Uh, I believe the reference is supposed to be that it is uh, Japan rebuilding after the war, the war. So they weren't to year zero yet. So they were minus one. That's uh, I mean, again, this is this is a Japanese movie. So this is a true Godzilla movie made in Japan, set in Japan. And everything true story. Um, yeah, it might be, uh, but you know, not not part of the Godzilla versus Kong universe, which uh, we talked about last week. So this is just is completely. Japanese. Um, and yeah, the premise here is that it's like a kamikaze pilot at the end of the war uh, does not go through with his mission and instead uh, lands on uh, an island in the Pacific for repairs. Tells the people like, oh, I need repairs on my plane. And they're like, well, your plane's fine. And they kind of put it together that like, oh, the guy doesn't want to go through with the mission. Um, and while he's there, uh, Godzilla attacks the Smy Island. And um, apparently oh, he was... Known to the locals that there's a dinosaur creature that comes out of the water and can sometimes attack. Uh, but yeah, the, yeah, the twist here is that it's kind of a, a normal sized Godzilla. Um, you know, like dinosaur sized, you know, not, not the Godzilla we know. Um, mm. and you know, it goes back into the ocean. Uh, the, the pilot returns back home to Tokyo, which has been devastated. And people kind of realize, Hey, you were a kamikaze pilot. Why are you, why are you still alive? And like, He's trying to, you know, put his life together and everything. Uh, meanwhile, I think you know what happened in history post World War II. Um, there was a there was a man named Oppenheimer. If you watched the movie, uh, after they did the bomb, they st- they still made more bombs and they had to test them, uh, including out into the Pacific Ocean. Um, so the so the movie picks up two years later, and the pilot is now uh, he works for the government, uh, trying to clean up mines in the Pacific Ocean. Um, and while he's out there on the boat with this with this crew, Godzilla comes back and uh, well, he's grown. He's grown oh into boy. the full on Godzilla we know. Uh, the nuclear nuclear tests turned him from you know a T Rex sized being to uh, you know twenty stories high or whatever he is. 
uh, and he can so shoot fire. Yeah, I mean that's that's the story. Is the nuclear test caused Godzilla? Um, and yeah, now now there's a real threat. Now there's a giant Godzilla out there. And uh, yeah, this movie was fantastic. It, it's just like a, it's a great war movie. Um, you know, a movie about a veteran trying to, to rebuild his life. Uh, so much about Japan and what they went through trying to. Uh, put together their their city after me being devastated like like tokyo was not a bombing target but we still wrecked the shit out of it um and that's something that's always part of the discussion of like uh, the nuclear bomb was like well if we didn't if we didn't do that we would have devastated tokyo with like traditional missiles and stuff um the nuclear bomb actually forced japan to surrender um, but it's still, it's, it's like a horrible thing to think about. So yeah, the, these new Godzilla movies made in America are very silly and fun. Um, this movie is not, this is a very, very serious movie, uh, dealing with some, you know, crazy shit that happened in our history. And, uh, just like the idea of a kamikaze pilot, like facing shame for not going through with, you know, it's, it's one of the most horrible things to think about is like your government is telling you to kill yourself for, you know, for the people. And it's like. Couldn't he have just said, yeah. like, no, I was a pilot? I don't <laughs> know. Just, I think I, they knew. They, my instructions yeah, they knew. were to fly. No, they, 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 the people knew, like, what, what he was. Um, I don't, I don't know what the, how the history works there, but, um, yeah, it, it is just a good, like, it's hard to say realistic and grounded for a Godzilla movie, but it is much more realistic and grounded than, uh, what we've seen lately from Godzilla and, and from the old Japanese movies as well, like with the guy in a suit and everything. Um, and yeah, and this movie looks incredible for, uh, you know, special effects have come a long way. Uh, they've got them in Japan, if you don't know as well. Um, and they do a pretty good job of it. This, uh, Godzilla was really well done, completely CG, but, uh, you know, didn't, didn't look bad in any way. It was, it was not a guy in a suit stomping on, uh, you know, plastic. It looked pretty cool. So this one was actually like. Was it kind of scary at times? Yeah, no, there, there was a I was listening there was a to, kid um, there, and I'm like, this. If I was six years old, I would because it's serious. Like Godzilla's no, like murdering. People. No, so that's <laughs> why I heard about this one. Is they said uh, some podcast I was not podcast I was listening to, but it was a clip I saw on Instagram of a podcast that of guys were talking about this, and it was a horror podcast. And they were he even said he's like, dude, this Godzilla is one of the scariest movies I've actually seen this year. And he said he took no prisoners. They it was saying like animals, children, like stuff like that or something. And then he also said that. Uh, he was basically saying that, like, they compared it that Godzilla, and this Godzilla would be like if he was uh, Jason Vormuth or something like that. Right? Is that his last name? Vormuth? Voris. Voris. Who's Vormuth? Voris. I don't know. <laughs> Voris. But yeah, he compared Godzilla to Jason. But I was like, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I thought at first it was going to be like, a, you know, a, the story was going to be like, oh, you can't provoke Godzilla. You got to let him live. And it's like, no, Godzilla's just doing his thing. And he sees a ship. He's like, I'm going to go beat that ship up and, you know, kill all these people. I don't care. Um, they're ants to me. I think that's part of it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, the, the 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 sequence of like, how are we going to stop Godzilla? Is is just really cool. Like, it's a it's almost like a heist movie where it's like, well, here's the plan, and we got to do all this stuff, and it's like, it's just really good. Like, a very very impressive movie. Um, yeah, I would not I would not have sought this one out if I didn't see like a lot of like really good reviews mm-hmm. from it. I'm like, oh, do I have to go see this Japanese movie? And yeah, I did. There were a lot of uh, Asian people at the theater, and I wondered, like, are these people who actually didn't need the subtitles or not? Very good. Because I did. Not. Pretty good. <laughs> Probably not. Um, all right, let me let me wrap up here with uh, the last one here. Um, so, I watched the movie Silent Night. 
new in theaters. Uh, Whoa. So this is a action film directed by John Woo, uh, set at Christmas time, Christmas themed, uh, starring Joel Kinnaman. And I put all those words together, and this should be like one of my favorite movies ever. Like that's pretty cool. Uh, you know, John Woo is a is a legend in in action, and then he came came over to America, made some good movies, and then made some bad movies, and kind of retired. Uh, so this is the first movie he's made uh, English language in twenty years. Um, but it's not that great. I, it's it's not terrible. I enjoyed sequences of it. Um, when, when it does get into just kind of the street action, it could be a lot of fun. Uh, the reason it's called Silent Night, uh, there's, there's a big gimmick here with this film. Um, there's no, there's no dialogue at all. There, it's not a silent movie. There, you could hear the, the stuff going around, the sounds and everything. Um, but the premise here is Joel Kimmon plays, plays a father whose kid is killed, um, accidentally uh, by stray fire in a, a shootout car chase, uh, on Christmas morning. And uh, he goes to like chase these people down and confront them, and ends up being he ends up getting shot through the throat and lives, but he can never speak again. Um, and so he goes back home, he rehabs and goes back home, and uh, you know just starts drinking a lot. But then he makes the decision: I'm going to train to become John Wick and get revenge on this gang. Um, and so that's a lot of the movie where that's not it's not that great the. The sequences of him, like, okay, I'm going to learn self-defense classes. I'm going to build uh, a supercar that I can ram people with. And I'm going to train with weapons and do all this shit. And it's like, it wasn't as fun. Um, and do, like, detective work where he's, he's surveilling the people and everything. And it's kind of like, that part should be fun in the movie. I didn't think it was that well done. It kind of seemed like John was like, I don't really care about this part of the movie. Let's just get to the last 30 minutes where he's actually... Puts the plan in action and starts confronting the people. Um, and once you get there, it's 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 a nice little bit of bit of movie there. Um, yeah, very much like the Punisher or um, you know Charles Bronson movies. Um, just a, a guy trying to get revenge and kill bad people. Um, kind of kind of weird setting. This movie was made in Mexico and it's all Mexican people in it except for Joel Kinnaman and Kid Cudi as the detective. <laughs> Um, but everyone else is Mexican. Uh, the Mexican gangs are almost, some people said it's like, this is kind of offensive. It's kind of racist and stereotypical of just having these Mexican gangs with face tattoos and being awful yeah, and stuff. That's what a lot but of them like, are, though. It's that's the real, kinda, that's the reality of it. That's kind of the movie. It was, it, it, it painted this town, a fake town that they lived in as just like the worst place in the world and where the gangs run everything and they're giving drugs out to the kids and everything. <laughs> it's just like, ah, that's kind of fitting for this style of movie. They don't really make these anymore, but in the seventies and eighties, they made a ton of these types of movies. Um, but it's really just an excuse to get into, you know, crazy shootouts and stuff. And, uh, that part of it was fine, but, uh, the Christmas setting does nothing. Like he wears a Christmas sweater at the beginning. Um, it's set during Christmas. Like he's like, I'm going to make my, do my revenge on Christmas Eve. But like, there's no like Christmas music or any like, you know, he kills someone with eggnog or anything like that. Like it just, oh. I wish that kind of, I wish there was something like that to, to fit the Christmas theme, but it's it just, no, it could have been said at any time. It just, the reason it's called silent night is because he's silent, not because it's Christmas. Um, they should have done more with that, but I don't know. It's not the worst thing in the world, but I, I was definitely hoping more when this was announced that John Woo was going to do another, uh, American movie. I was like, Oh, okay. But yeah. 
Nice. Sounds good. Very good. All right. Well, I think that'll wrap us up for episode 354 of the Tony Stick Podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Alfred Andy. Yes, thank you. And Tony Katz. Yes, thank you very much. I'll see you later.